Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode of Grant and Grassi is brought to you by betonline.ag. That's right, people. We got football season. Football season's back. So gambling season is back. Tired of Aaron Rodgers being disrespected in the media, and you're like, wait a minute, Packers going 8-8? Eight and eight? None of that garbage. Well, if you head on over to betonline.ag, you can put the money where your mouth is. Do it for Aaron Rodgers. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And if you're done with that and you just want more, their online casino never closes. So head on over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Go for it. Grossy Posse Hacker Nation. Welcome to another episode of Grant Grossy Grossy Grant all the things name show. I'm your co-host Tom Grossy. That's the best <laughs> intro I've ever done in my life. Name coming soon. That's it. Joining me as always, every Tuesday, and as always being this is our like first official episode, is the one, the only, Ryan Motherloving Grant. Uh, what's up? What's going on? Ryan, this has been uh, quite the journey. Quite the journey. I feel like, you know, over these past 28 minutes that we've been talking and haven't been recording, <laughs> really, <laughs> really got to know each other. And as we yeah, promised in the t- I think so. I think we're great. Yeah, Absolutely. We're, we're can, learning more about each other, and this is, this is what makes for a great podcast relationship. It's true. It, it's a, absolutely. You know, I'm, I'm working my way into Ryan's heart. You know, I'm trying to get those social security numbers, so just hold on just a little bit longer, folks. We'll, we'll release it. Um, it, won't uh, really give you, it won't really give you much, but... Okay. <laughs> I just last four. I'm pretty sure I can open something with the last four. It's fine. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll get... We're not there yet, folks. We'll get there. But yes, Welcome. After our teaser episode two weeks ago, we're here for a full-blown episode on YouTube and the Believe Network. I plugged them. <laughs> there you go. Plug them. We're going to get it done with Believe. I did. So, Mr. Ryan Grant, we are officially two days away from the start of an unprecedented NFL season. I know. How crazy does that feel? It's, it's almost weird, right? It feels... I know, I know the excitement is super high, but in the same breath, it's like, it's just a weird, very different, you know? Yeah. Like, listen, I, I, I'm just getting caught up to, to, to speak with everything. I just realized that they had canceled all the preseason games. The last yeah. I read was that they were canceling a couple. And then I'm like, oh, man. So everybody was talking about the season starting. I'm like, okay. Pre-. I'm like, oh, no. So, so can, we expect this, this, can we expect this product to be a little... A little off. The whole the phrase "bad new bears" is just going to be just applied to the entire league. Yeah, and, you know, and, it, and it's interesting. Rogers was talking about that too because I'm pretty sure he was asked that question last week in a presser, in which they basically said, like, "Do you, you know, there's going to be some rust to shake off, yeah, right? Because there, yeah, there's yeah, no absolutely. preseason games, what have you?" And he goes, "Honestly, like, it kind of depends on the player, right? So, like, yeah. he said, like Adrian Peterson, like, he never really did anything in the preseason, and he came out the gate and was just like, I 'I'm going to run over yeah. everybody.'" right absolutely yeah yeah i think what it's funny because before this you know a lot of fans look at the preseason of like Ugh, right it's like fake football it's kind of like how they're looking at it but for the young guys yeah. like those undrafted rookies who are trying to make a team like it's a necessity 
I do not and, envy a single coach that is trying to make personnel decisions based off of just, you know, a few weeks of training camp and that's it. No, absolutely. I, um, I said something about that most, you know, it's an adjustment period because at the end of the day, it's going to be, yeah, it'll be rough for guys that use the preseason to basically earn a job and to yeah. show and prove in games. But, you know, like anything, when you're pro and professional, they'll adjust. And the guys that don't adjust will absolutely be considered collateral damage. And yeah. if this is like, quote, unquote, the new norm for the year, then guys are just going to have to figure out how to work around that. And, you know, I appreciate what Aaron said about it depends on the person. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have definitely guys that, are, that can turn it on, turn it off right away. Um, but at the same breath, as a team, yeah. Being able to find teams that have new guys on, you know, finding that rhythm. It's a very, you know, our, our sport is very, it's, it's chess in regards that a lot of it's repetition. A lot of it is strictly just yeah. repetition in regards to timing, you know, understanding timing of stuff. And in general, for the rookies, for everyone, they just haven't gotten that with the offseason or, or even preseason games. So I am curious to see. Uh, I'm curious to see also what team, what sleeper team, Yes. has found a way to kind of like really manage that very well and comes out the gate just smoking. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting, but I know it'll be very different for a lot of people, but even how to navigate uh, playing. So do you like, of course it's the first game, so you want to get that win, but yeah. do you, do you put everybody in the same amount? Like, are you still playing? Is it more of a quote unquote marathon than it would normally be? Yeah. I think it's fascinating because like, for example, like the Eagles, like they put Josh McCown, like on the, the practice squad and yeah. the way that that was kind of awesome. Yeah, I think he's like 41. I'm like, that's amazing. Best. He that's gets to work from home. Literally. He doesn't even have to show up. He no. can stay in Texas. Like, yeah, exactly. He's like throwing his feet up and he's like, yeah, guys, sure. I'll, I'll say, I'll say on the practice squad. That's great. I think I'm revoking my retirement paper. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, listen, Packers, I know you just drafted a running back, but if you need me, I'll be at my house. I will be. Listen, I'm going to be here regardless. So if you need me, this is just more of a like where you know, you know where I'm at. Exactly. <laughs> and you exactly. can pay me. You can pay me to know where I'm at. I'm safe. So at least you know that I'm safe. I'm not, you know, putting harm in myself and I'll be ready to go. Maybe not to perform to the ability that you want. But I'll be ready. Nobody's talking about ability right now, right? It's unprecedented. So here, here's the thing. Exactly. I think I, I just got it. I ju it just came to me. You know, I figure, I, I feel like a lot of shows, a lot of podcasts, right? They struggle to figure out their identity. And, and it's just like episode after episode. But I feel like in just these few minutes, we've already figured out our identity. This show <laughs> is a platform to be like, hey, Packers, Ryan Grant, he's available if you need a running back. Tom Grassi, he's available if you need a wide receiver. That's it. I'm with you. That's it. I'm listen, if that if that if this lands me a job back with the Packers, listen, buddy. <laughs> this is gold. So absolutely. If that's what you want to run with it, we can use this as a marketing tool to get me. <laughs> especially you know, if I can, especially if I can get a job back with the Packers by being at home. Oh, this is Brilliant. Absolutely. You know, and if they call us up, you know, we'll still do the show from like a La Quinta Inn. That's fine. We'll, we'll do that. We'll, it, we'll social distance. It will be totally fine. We only need to do one webcam. It'll save on electricity. I think it's a great idea. 
This oh, is, look, I think, I think this we got is something going to be a going. clip, by the way. I'm going to clip this out, <laughs> and this is what's going to be promoted. That now yeah, we're, this we're, is a What play. we're building right now is accountability, and that's what the Packers want. They yep. want accountability in their guy. They want to know where they are, what they're doing. Hey, we're, we're literally filming it for you. There we, you go. We are. You know what we're doing. <laughs> you know our character, right? I mean, at this point, you already know what you got. So, Old Faithful, that's it. I'm just saying, come across. <laughs> I think we got something going on. This is phenomenal. So that being said, a, a big thing that has been made out of, you know, this coming season is two things. One, the lack of fans, right? Lambo's not yeah. having them for at least two games. Vikings aren't having for a couple games. I know the the Chiefs, like they're having like a few thousand in there, but like you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very, very spread out. I know Miami wanted to try to do that. The Chargers didn't have to because they didn't have any fans. So I'm wondering kind of from a player perspective, like for you, is that, is that overhyped? Like, is that narrative overhyped of just like, ah, you need the fans to like keep you going, give you the momentum, what have you, or like, do the fans actually play like a really big role in it? Well, that depends on the team and depends on the environment. Uh, It would be foolish for anybody to say that Lambo fans don't help. You know, playing in Lambeau is a big thing and playing in front of our, our home fans was was phenomenal and it really helped in, in big games. Um, there are certain teams, you know, you took a little, you gave the Chargers a little jab uh, in saying that they didn't really have fans. So if you were to talk to them versus another team, you know, yeah. like even teams playing in there, I'm honestly, well, a couple of times we played there, we called it Lambeau West. <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't, it, it's somewhat of a, I know it's funny and I, I apologize to all my homes, Sean Merriman, I apologize. But, uh, <laughs> but it, what it did was it just really framed that we would bring so many people out, you know, Packer fans are all over. Yep. So they would travel and you would go into the stadium and really did not feel like you were playing in a away game. You know, when I went to Kansas City, every time we played in Kansas City, it was crazy playing in that stadium. It was yep. very loud. There, it's all red. You know, it's just a very different environment. So I think that it, it plays a part. You know, Minnesota's always been pumping sounds, and they got they have good fans. But um, you know, now that I know teams can do that, it'll be it'll be weird to. I think it'll be an adjustment. Yeah. You know, I think that the product will still be high because at the end of the day, when the game starts, the competition levels will still be very high. So guys are still going to want to put a very high level of product, but the emotions and swings of the game and how that play might be very different. So, you know, you understand that one play could swing an entire game and the emotion, yeah. the whole crowd could be taken out of a game, yep. which then might, might swing and emotionally take, a, take its toll on a team. But that'll be very different because there's no crowd. So emotionally, yep. what's going to go with this way of like, oh, the disappointment is going to come in homes as opposed to the sound of the game. And I'm I'm fascinated by like so every now and then like I've watched like um like WWE has like yeah, been yeah. doing this the entire time right like they've been doing it oh like, oh yeah okay yeah I guess so yeah yeah because yeah. they literally because like WrestleMania like was supposed to be in Tampa it's still been right? going on it's all still been going on though right yeah all, like literally every week it's still been going on and I haven't watched it religiously but it's interesting to see how they've kind of pivoted because originally it was just like there's no fans. And, like, I want to say it was, like, super awkward because, like, you heard, like, every grunt. You heard, like, like you heard all of that. And then now yeah. they've switched it in which now they had, like, piped-in sound. And now they have virtual fans who are there, like, phoning in from Zoom that are, like, there's, like, big yeah. screens and stuff. And okay. it, 
it's very interesting to see like how the NFL is going to approach this. Like obviously like they're going to do like, you know, pumped in, you know, and the yeah, Vikings yeah, are yeah. like, we've been preparing for years. We got this. Exactly. They've, been, they've, they've got the whole blueprint. For that. <laughs> exactly. They're, they actually, they were the ones actually who sent the MP3 file to the rest of the league. They're like, <laughs> Hey, you go guys, you, you want this? Do you want us to edit out the horn do you, or you want to just keep it in? <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. So it, I feel like, you know, even with like a place like Lambo, you know, like you score a touchdown, there's no Lambo leap. You know what I mean? Like it's, you, what do you, what do you yeah, do? What guys, yeah. What guys are going to do? What it's going to look like? I think that teams will be closer. You know yeah. what I think? Because of that guy, guys will be closer. They'll be closer units because they're going to have to find the joy through each other and through, you know, through the account, what they do as opposed to feeding off the energy of anything else. So it'll be a lot more internal. I, I actually think that teams will be tighter, uh, tighter knit. And um, when things go wrong, they'll be able to handle it from uh, things go right as well. They'll be able to handle it from a closer group. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Cause again, like who else you got to turn to, right? Like you can't turn to the crowd. And, exactly. Like, literally you crowd. can't try to like, who, who are you going to get pumped up from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like literally you either get it from You're yourself. Come or back you. to like golf claps on the sideline. They're just be like, good job guys. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, know? you did it. You know, what's interesting. So even like maybe the, the level of embarrassment might be different because it might be less because Ooh. it's like, you know what? So whatever, you know, things that get displayed on a high level in front of millions of people, it's still very different. You know, when you, when you're, when you know that there's 90,000 people watching you, 85,000 people watching you, literally watching you in the moment and it happens, it's like, Oh yeah. man, but we're not, we don't really care too much about TV. <laughs> no, so they don't exist. <laughs> yeah. but again, you drop a ball, you hear, Oh, oh yeah. Thousand people. And you're like, yep. I feel bad guys. Thank you. I got, <laughs> I got it. They definitely will. I tell you what, they definitely won't miss the trash talking from the fans. No, no. one, no player is going to miss that. Absolutely. Actually, maybe not. Maybe some guys might like that. I feel like some would feed off of that. Yeah, some would. Some would like that. Yeah, the ones yeah. behind the bench, like yakking in your ear, and you're just like, <laughs> watch this. Yeah, that's people will just have like you know like their headphones on, and like it'll just be trash talk on a loop, and they're just like, I'm gonna show this guy. I'm gonna, exactly. I'm gonna take his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be funny. It'll be funny how guys. I'm, I'm looking forward to see like the humor and how guys poke fun at it. Like. Oh, yeah. Guys are definitely going to be talking to the stands, and there's going to be nobody in the stands, and they're just going to be playing around like, "What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, well, I bet you won't come down and say this, you know, like stuff like that, just to play to. with it because it's you have, to, and that's the thing, you have to poke humor at like, listen, we're all in this awkward situation, everybody's dealing with it very differently, and it's like, listen, this is what the the hand we've been dealt, so let's make the most make the most of it. So I'm looking forward to see how guys uh, how they get it done or don't. And I feel like it's, it's crazy because, you know, when we were talking about this, like back in March, right, we were like, oh, we got plenty of time. Like the NFL is going to be fine. It's, yeah, that it's was going to blow over by then. Like we'll be, we'll be fine, right? And then we got closer and closer and we're like, oh no, like this is, this is going to be a thing. And I feel like there is still like this fear, like that it's going to, like the rug is going to get pulled out from underneath us. Like I feel like the NFL is going to be like, Oh no, we're putting a product on. Like regardless, I don't care if it's practice squad guys. Like I don't care who we. We're gonna put something on the field. And I'm curious because like the NFL has gotten like a little bit of backlash because of like some of the rules are like a smidge ridiculous. Like for the coin toss, like they have to wear face masks, and then for like the next three hours, they're gonna be on top of each other sweating and like you know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess the logistic aspect, but. NFL is a business, and I guess that from a 
business and bureaucratic aspect they have to there are certain just protocols i don't know i mean a lot yeah. of it doesn't make sense to me uh, just the fact that the game itself is nothing about the game is safe so yeah. to say then oh the priority is safety is like well then well, why would <laughs> no now it's like well, well what is it for what is the is the coin toss for specifically for the referees do the referees have to wear masks yes the game? The entire game, they have to win. I don't know if they have to do the entire game. I know they have to do oh, during just, the coin toss, coin toss. Okay. and I know you can't swap jerseys at the end. Yeah, because that's okay. Yeah, they, they I play. It's, no, I get it. I, I understand. It's right. It's, I, don't, I don't know if you know this, but that's where COVID loves to I hide. Know. They in love the, it. They love in fan and appreciation. They love in the appreciation for you know another person's talent and another per- what people do. It's really an interesting thing that COVID attacks. When you, uh, it, it's like, man, that's when it finds the gripping. But I get it. So I, I understand that why the ridiculousness comes. So, but they're uh, like, we don't want to get sued to hell. Like, like, what, like, what? Yeah, I get, yeah, I think that a lot of it is just like, they lie. Everybody's got a liability. Everybody. So it's, yeah. you know, why certain things are, are not happening. We'll see, man. I know it's funny. I know that, uh, I've heard a bunch of fantasy leagues. <laughs> are not actually taking money until yeah. like week six or seven. Yep. Because they're like, eh, we're just going to hedge our bet on this not actually going all the way through. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is fun. We'll have fun with it, but we're not going to put money on the line until we actually know that this is somewhat. <laughs> like, you, you know, it's real. Happen. Like when NFL.com like sends you notifications, just like, hey, we have two COVID bench spots for you. So if a player gets it in the middle of the year, I'm like, that's normal. Yeah. 100%. Is that what they're doing? They, they have like, Is people that... have more bench spots in fantasy leagues just in just case in like case. someone gets COVID and stuff. Because again, like if they, they're out, they're out for what? Two weeks? Yeah, you don't, yeah, yeah, exactly. What's the, what they said, like the minimum, if you, if you test positive, you have to like quarantine, basically go back to like the, the quarantine. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be fascinating, like even just like the logistics, I've been talking to other YouTubers about this too, of just like logistically, like, can you imagine like someone like a superstar, like whether it's a quarterback, you know, whatever, like gets sick, like that completely changes the game. Right. Oh and like, goodness. what are you talking about? Like guarantee? Yeah, he's fine. He's like, well, I have no symptoms. I'm actually fine. And just by protocol, he has to. Yep. Ooh, yeah. You're talking about. Like that, especially, that, that, that especially, means- especially in that state of florida that likes to do everything their own way <laughs> huh. i i just imagine like tom brady's <laughs> in like a hyperbolic time chamber right now and he's just like don't touch me don't come near me and yeah well think about it especially for you know tom who does so many things his own way my hair is doing its own thing my, who does so many things its own way yeah yeah it'll be interesting huh I love it. Yeah, it's going to, if anything, like, it's going to be just fascinating to obviously watch the game of football, but everything surrounding it. No, that and goes like, on. I was talking to, like, people at work of this, of, like, if the NFL at some point, like, gets canceled, that's when you know, like, it's bad. Like, something went very, yeah, very Yeah, it's not exactly. If it gets to that point, it, yeah, something went really bad. You're absolutely right. Um, because I don't think that it would, it would ever get to that point. Yeah. because of the amount of money on the line we got so billions like, of dollars if, to make yeah, so if, if it does get as you know if it gets to that point if it does get to that point it's like a oh something really really bad we used oh, to tell, like, the meteor is coming down like we're watching yeah. it but they're still trying to, to get like, that, Sunday Night Football in I used to say that in regards to like when when guys would test positive for drugs 
like the drug testing positive. And for non-performance uh, enhancers, I would say that you know that if it's got if it's gone public, like this is like their fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because we have so many protocols of like, no, you can't tell, no, you can't do anything. I'm like, well, if they if people know, it's because this has happened so many times. <laughs> exactly. But this is the first deal. time. So I know you're like just like starting to get back into it, like getting up to speed of like what's going on. Is there yeah. like is there are there any teams that kind of like stick out to you that either like you're drawn to of like, ooh, like they could be really good this year? you know, ones that kind of like stick out in your mind of like, I expect them to make a deep playoff run. Okay. Yeah. I could, I could give a, well, of course, I think that what Tampa is doing is really interesting. You know, they're putting together, they're, they're on paper, they're putting together a squad. Um, I like their defense. Uh, you know, the secondary is young, but I do like, I like their defense. I think number one run defense last year. Yeah. I think that they have some really uh, exciting guys, young dudes, um, and of course, their offense is a bunch of killers. So, like proven killers, whether they work together or not, that's a whole other thing. And we'll we'll see how they are able. To, but I do expect them to make some trouble. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like I don't know if yeah, I don't know if I'm saying that immediately they're like they're going to Super Bowl or anything like that. But I do think that they in that division cause a headache, oh, a yeah. major headache. You know, and that's. In football, a team that causes a major headache might be like a year away mm-hmm. or might be able to swing something in. Um, so we'll, we'll see. I, I, I like them. I do, you know, who else do I like? Um, Seattle and, well, you know, the pack is going to come. I'm going to take the best for last. I just, I'm sorry. Come just for, you know, for, I'm, I'm it's the, best for the show. It's for the show. I, I have Hold to. Out. Okay. The- so, yeah. Okay. So I like, we'll say, I like, I, I think that the, the um, Seattle is is always strong because they're they Seattle. Are. They always got a good thing. And uh, well, on the West Hand side, I think that they're they're going to cause problems for each other. They just keep building confidence. But it doesn't matter because they don't do very well in Green Bay, <laughs> Russell. It's so true. with the pack, I'm excited. My first year with uh, Coastal Floor, watching him, I really didn't actually care how many wins he got. Yeah, I didn't. That wasn't a big uh, concern for me. I wanted to see what he did and whether the guys kind of bought in. And I think clearly they, they bought in. They bought and in. I, clearly. <laughs> and, I, and I really did like what he was willing to do and change some things up. So I do think that from a winning stance, quote unquote, wins and losses, it was an overachieving. Even mm-hmm. They overachieved. But I do think they're a really, really good team. And, I, and I, we might have spoke about this off camera, but yeah. I, I like the fact that they, I appreciate the fact that they got beat by San Fran twice. Um, single, like, you know, from very uh, legitimate wide. Like, they got yeah. beat by a team that I believe was a better team than them. So what they the did was, exactly, it, well, what that did was it put a lot of things in perspective. It showed, oh, we were one game away from the Super Bowl, but in the same breath, we're not ready. So it really yeah. did, in the same breath, it gave them a level of confidence that they could self-confidence, that they can perform and get it done because they mm-hmm. showed they could. But in the same breath, there was that sense of humility, like, okay, we still need to work on a lot of different. So it showed a lot of their yeah. deficiencies. And I'm looking forward to, I think that they've, um, not necessarily in like acquisition and player-wide, <laughs> which we could, yeah. it's a little weird, but I think that they're willing to address some of the stuff. So I want to see now how they are able to take that next step with 
confidence and now in more of an attack mode because they yeah. now they know what they need to work on. Yeah, and I, I feel like we did have this conversation off camera because like that led to the idea of like, that's why I have so many fans kind of were like, okay, yeah. we're one game away from the Super Bowl. Why, why are we drafting, you know, the people that we drafted, you know, this year? And like, again, I get it. Like, I, I totally yeah, 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 yeah. get like there. If you told me, you know, the night before the draft that we're not drafting any wide receivers, I'd be like, no, come on. Like, we're going to get one. We got to get, get somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, just none. Like, none. none. And even Rodgers came out and he was just like, yeah, I, 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 that's where I thought we were going to go. Like, we, yeah. I thought that's what we were going to do. And I've talked about this a little bit of like considering COVID. Yeah. You know, if, you know, there, obviously like there's, there's college football that's going on, you know, obviously not everybody, but what's going to be fascinating to see is like how the college football season is going to shape the draft. And like those guys and those prospects, you don't might not have a full season, you know, this year to look at on tape and be like, yeah, I need to scout these guys and see if they're going to be good in that sense. I, I feel okay about that. Like it makes me feel better about this draft because like, okay, we got guys that we had tape on. We got a QB, you know, obviously hopefully the next sure. franchise guy, you know, you got a guy like AJ Dillon, et cetera. Like it makes me feel a little bit better, but then there is still like that little nagging of, okay, but we were like one game away. Well, you're, you're a smart guy. So that's why you can, you can process it and take a step back and be like, okay, I understand that perspective. And then in the same breath, be like, but it's not that perspective because we're so close. It's not so that I, perspective. You know, it's, it's like, like the analytical, so like looking yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. Like, so I get it. The emotional, the emotional aspect of being so close mm-hmm. makes you be like, why wouldn't you just do what could get us th- right to where we were? Yeah. And then in the same breath, it's like, well, this is a long-term, <laughs> it's a long-term play, so we have to kind of, yep. so sometimes not being on that page, you know, makes it, 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 yeah, it makes for uh, an interesting uh, situation. But I am, I'm curious, and I don't want to make any judgments, and I want to see yeah. how it's going to go. So with that, I will, um, I will wait to see. Uh, Excuse me, Mr. Grant. We don't do that here. We just know, make snap like, judgments. Have you been on the internet recently? No. As soon yeah, as, see, I, I try not to. I night one to. happened. It was the worst draft of all time. Exactly. I, don't, I don't know if you knew what? that. Oh, and it was automatically, Aaron is not happy. Nope. Oh, but, oh, God. And I'm like, listen, yep. <laughs> at the end of the day, the one thing I do know, Aaron is a pro, and he understands the professional aspect that comes along with the sport that he's playing. So yeah. he's like, yes, even him, him being honest and saying, hey, yeah, it wasn't my first thought, and I, it, it was a little, caught me off a little guard. Yeah. But, um He'll be able to adjust and he'll be able to move forward. I, I feel like the way that the media like portrays players is sometimes like so juvenile, right? In which it's just like, he must be so mad. He like threw a tantrum. He probably called Goody the night of and be like, how dare you do this? Like, and, and it's like, they're yeah. literally like professionals. And, and Aaron Rodgers has shown nothing but like since but, he's gotten there. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I think that's just the notion of the humanity that they, how they feel, they automatically like, what? Because if I, if this was, and I'm like, <laughs> exactly. well, maybe that's why you're not in that position. 
<laughs> and that, my friends, is the T. Yeah, nope. that, that's it. There's, there's a lot of things that, as professionals, we've had to go through to get to that stage, whether it is having to, quote unquote, sometimes bite our tongue, sometimes, you know, just fight through an adverse situation. Like, that's literally, that just adds to our character and our ability to do what we do. So, listen, everybody is capable of, I think, um, of handling situation, whether they do or not, that's, you know, sure. uh, but I'm looking forward to seeing guys step up. I actually, you know, I'm all for guys, professionals, um, stepping up, man, like to adversity, like, listen, this just getting to the NFL is adverse as hell. So it's like, are you kidding yeah. me? And I think that, you know, a lot of times the disconnect is once, once guys get to the NFL, it's kind of like a deep breath that they take. They yeah. like exhale, but you can't. No. And that's where you have to, we used to always say that, um, in the NFL, there's three things you're guaranteed. You're guaranteed your signing bonus, whether it's millions of dollars or zero dollars. Mm -hmm. You're guaranteed to get hurt and you're guaranteed to get fired. And if you can process that, the earlier you can process that, it makes things a lot easier for you because you, you, don't, you don't get caught up in the aspect of, well, I thought this was just a game. Like, no, 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 no. It's a business first, then it's a game. So yeah. guys, will, guys will step up, you know, even it, sometimes they use their emotions as chip on their shoulders, you know, and I think uh, Aaron's done that uh, over the years in certain situations and it's worked out great for him. So I'm looking forward to guys doing what they got to. Yeah. And I feel like uh, I want to do this. And you made me really think of something. So like with like Aaron, like even before Jordan Love was drafted, like the idea of a quarterback being drafted was like floated by him and he goes, whoever they bring in, I'm going to beat him. Like, so like yeah, yeah. At, at that point, I'm just like, yes, like that's it. That's the, just take that clip. That's all you need to play all yeah, summer. Not that like it's kind of like he ain't gonna play. Like <laughs> like he's not gonna play. Aaron's still playing at such a <laughs> high level. Funny, guys. We're cool. fine. Do whatever you feel like. Do like do whatever you feel like you need to do. And to some degree, hopefully it works out in the end that you think. Yeah. But if you think that it's gonna work out right now, it's not because he's not gonna, you know, that's not what you brought him in for. So no. um yeah, it's it, I don't to me that's not something at all that I see as a uh as a, an issue or a, that needs to be nah, they're gonna step up. possibility at this time. Nah, it's like, listen, I, I want to see what the younger dudes in regards to like little filler positions, you know, maybe that tight end yeah. that they drafted fullback tight end guy. I think it was from Cincinnati. Maybe. About Deguera for this year. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to seeing like what his role might be. Cause I think he might be able to come in and, and, and have a role. Um, yeah, you know, everything starts in the trenches. So I think defensively that D-line and, and Kenny Clark's a beast. So I'm glad, Ugh, you know, oh monster. my goodness. I'm glad, you know, and even the Smith brothers, just in general, I think they have a really, really good thing going on. They have a good core of people. Yeah. And I mean, again, like you look at it and, and I think a lot of people forget, like we also drafted guys before, right? Like in these positions, like Kingsley Kiki, what have you, that, or Montrevious Adams that could step up. And if they do oh, look, we didn't need to draft for them. It's just the what if that bothers people, right? Or MVS like takes off and does really well and becomes a deep speedy threat or Lazard continues to take that next yeah. step. You know, all of those things. But I wanted to ask you, you, you brought up a really interesting point. The idea of like, you're going to get your signing bonus, right? You're going to get hurt and you're going to get fired. Yeah. So like as a player, I'm very, very curious based on your perspective. When you see players that like a, a Le'Veon Bell, um, you know, basically anyone who's like willing to like hold out, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like there is this side of the fandom that is like, 
you're getting paid so much money. How dare you hold out? Blah, you know, you signed a contract, blah, 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 blah. But I think yeah. there's also like a very, like just business acumen that you have to have of like, listen, there is a finite amount of time that I can play this game. Absolutely. And because of that, I need to accrue as, as much, much resources as, as I possibly can because it is finite. Absolutely. No, that's a very, uh, it seems like common sense. Yeah. You know, it's like the, the public persona is around that the only people that are supposed to act like businessmen are the quote unquote businessmen. Yeah. And it's like, well, wait a minute, when athletes act like they're told that it is a business, but when they act like businessmen, then they're villainized, they're, we're, we're put in a negative light. And, you know, listen, I held out and went under the radar, like we spoke about, because of the whole Brett Favre uh, when, when he came back situation. But the same things were being told to me. How about this, that, you know, how can you do it? And it was, then it was, but on the negotiation aspect, it was like, no, let's wait a year. Let's wait two years. And it was like, no. My age changes when I wait th that amount of years. And then you're going to get me for lower because you're going to say I'm older. Mm -hmm. And I understood, especially as a running back, we already have yep. these, you know, shelf lives. They're like nothing. Yes. <laughs> so, and the demand is changing what it looks like. Yep. You know, Mike McCarthy going public and saying that he wanted us as, wanted me to be the franchise back. That gave me leverage because yep. he went public and said that, oh, that that's how he sees me in regards to my role to the team. So, it's a really interesting uh, thing, and I'm all for it. I think and most guys in the league are all for everyone getting as much money as you can. Yeah. Like, you know, at the end of the day, yes, we have a responsibility to our teammates in regards to, like, 100%. when you show up to work, work as hard as you can because, you know, I'm, my livelihood depends on a lot of other people's, you know, getting their job done. But at the same breath, I don't think – I've never been the type of person to really trip about someone uh, – getting their, you know, getting their fair share. Do what yep. you gotta do. That's it. You, they gotta do what you gotta do. All right, to pivot completely. So Sunday, you, you have the Green Bay Packers visiting the good old Minnesota Vikings. Of course. What a great opening game. It is a great opening game. I'm, I'm very happy for it. And I also really, really, really want to see what Aaron Rodgers does in a stadium with no fans of just drawing everybody off sides. I'm all about it with his, yeah. with his cadence. So about it. But I think for me, looking at the Vikings this year, personally, mm -hmm. as a fan, you know, I was born in 90. So when you look at it from a fan perspective, I have always felt, even though the Bears and, and Packers have been like, you know, long time historic rival, as of late, I think a lot of it is with the Vikings, right? They're usually like right up there. They also have good defenses. Sometimes they have good offenses, never get those QBs, but like they, they, they do pretty well. Yes. And so, you know, the, a lot of people look at the Vikings and go one, they're in cap trouble, but two, that defense is still dominant, even though they've lost mm -hmm. people, right. And Gonquay's come back instead of Griffin, that, that, that yeah. secondary, that corners are really, really young, but the safety group is really good. You know, and then you have a guy like Stefan Diggs lives, uh, lives, leaves, and then you have a guy yeah. like Justin Jefferson who gets drafted, and it's tough for a wide receiver to come in immediately and make an impact. But I'm curious. But he'll be a like, playmaker. Yeah. Say again? He'll be a playmaker, though. Yeah, I, th I think so, too, which I'm so happy about. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, you know, looking at this game, I think it's going to be a lot closer than, like, if someone's a Packer fan, like, oh, we're going to wipe the floor with them. 
that doesn't really happen too often. You know, mm -hmm. it usually goes down to, you know, somewhat of the wire. And I'm curious if just like kind of get your takes based on the teams that have been uh, assembled this past off season. Like, who are you leaning towards? Uh, well, I'm always going to lean towards the pack. Uh, and yes, rival games. And, you know, when you're playing division rivals, even if it's Mop City, it's usually not Mop City just yep. because they know you very well. It's like, you know, your, your brother that just estranged brother. <laughs> we just don't <laughs> you know, talk to like, that side of the family. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah. This is, he's like, yeah, they know us and they know, they know a lot of our stuff. And, you know, they got yeah. more film on us than anything. So I think that there's – I do think that the Packers come away with that game uh, with everything that happened last year. Um, with that series, I do think that they come away with it. You know, part of playing in Minnesota is the fans and the, and, and the, the loud of the game. So I think it'll be interesting to see that might play a part just because it's not as they, it, or it's not going to, it won't be as regardless, yeah. even if, without fans, it won't be as loud, but the Packer fans, Packer players, they might be able to get used to it. So I, I don't see that really playing much of an issue in the game. Yeah. No, so I really, you kind of got to you got to pick your poison right now with with the Packers offense because Aaron Jones year last year was so great and so explosive yep but it wasn't dominant because they didn't make him they didn't have to rely on him yep but he just performed at such a high level yep. so now a lot of teams that are like okay well, we have to take him into account. He becomes so much a part of the game plan defensively sure. that you're screwed regardless because you forgot, and you didn't forget, but Aaron Rodgers is still back there. The greatest quarterback, like you know, I'll say, like I think he's still the greatest quarterback in the NFL. So with that, it's like, what are you going to do? Like you're really going to have to pick your poison. Yeah. And what that means is that you know they're going to put up points, and they should. The, the accountability and the expectation for the Packers offense this year should be, oh, we're putting up points in many different ways, many different fashions. And I do think that what the defense did last year to the Vikings, um, I think they'll be excited about getting after the Minnesota offense. So, I'm yeah, I think that they win. Um, you know, first game, it might be a little close early on, but I do think that the Packers pull away pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I think it'll be because that's what even, you know, last year, you know, when we wound up, you know, beating them by a couple scores, that yeah. was like the Aaron Jones, like, you know, dagger, knife in the yeah, heart. Yeah, like yeah. came like with like five-ish minutes left in the game, you know, with that yeah. Year run. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. And I, and I feel like with the Packers too, that this is the first time in a while, again, that like we said it last year of like, oh, like we got a defense going on now that like, you know, we don't have to be like, all right, the offense has to score a kajillion points. Like they can just yeah. score, you know, a few touchdowns and we should be good. It'll be interesting to see how they take that next step, you know, and all those guys like Savage coming into year two, Jair Alexander continuing to be a lockdown corner. You know, I, I feel like there, there is a lot of potential. Rashawn Gary, who I am so yeah, I'm, I'm, hyped that's, on. That's, that's the guy. Shout out. He's from, he's from the same area as me. Um, yeah, my one of my good friends was one of his high school coaches. He, I'm looking forward to him really stepping so up. I know, I know the Packers are really excited about him. Um, so it's it's funny. It's almost more on the opportunities they give him because I know yes. he he's looking forward to performing at a high level. He's been working his butt off. So um, 
I'm excited to see how they use him, where they're able to find, because it's, it's interesting things. Like they got a lot of body. They got, you know, yeah. these Smith brothers are phenomenal. So who have clearly shown that they can get it done at a real high level, one yep. of the best in the league. So it's like, how do you, you got to find a way to use Gary, you know, across that, I think across that entire D line. So we'll oh, yeah. see. Well, I think what's fascinating too with them is like, cause you were saying like, you do have the Smith brothers who are so dominant that offenses are going to be like, okay, like these are the guys we need to block. Right. Yeah. Rashawn Gary didn't get many opportunities last year. You know, and yeah. then we had to deal with that whole bust talk. I'm like, guys, it's been five seconds. But then you have Rashawn Gary. If he's able to be as good as advertised, like what are offenses going to do? Like they can only <laughs> cover so many people coming at you. And You're right. When you look at that makes him dangerous. I think and I think it's a good when you look at the things that the Giants did in those years where they got lucky and beat us. Um, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> their, a lot of their focus was on the D-line, and they had so many guys that could line up yep. on that D-line and could play multiple positions. Yep. So I think that that versatility, guys that can line up on the outside, guys that can line up on the inside, guys that can two-gap and still make plays speed-wise, it's, it's, it's scary. It's hard for an offense to do anything when you're getting penetration doing that. So I am, I'm looking forward to those guys. And I do, I think they have the capacity to be actually one of the best um, D lines and, and, you know, outside backers in the country. So. Yeah, no, I completely and totally agree. And of I, course, you know, definitely. We, we both see the Packers coming away. Cause obviously. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, even if I know the Packers are going to get blown out and be like, Oh yeah. Packers are going to take say, this yeah, one. Yeah. It, it might be close, but Packers take yeah, it. it might yeah, be close, yeah. But the last second Mason Crosby field goal. We're good. We're, we're, we're totally yeah. solid. No, but I think I, I am beyond excited for football to actually be back. I feel like it's it's definitely needed. <laughs> like I feel like it's even though things are not normal, it like replenishes yeah, yeah. a tiny bit of normalcy, even though it will be so different. And yeah, I'm uh, I, yeah. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I know it, but... guys I talk to a lot of guys are excited too. I think um yeah, I think it'll it'll be fun, even if it's a little different. Um yeah, guys are looking forward to the competition. Like we guys need, they miss that physicality. They miss that competition level and the, the, the art of getting after it. So I know uh, it, it should be fun. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. And it's here. <laughs> but Mr. Grant, please tell all the people where they can find you. And so they can look you up. Oh, and all yeah. The look me up. We're doing. Everything I'm doing. Yeah. I'm actually, um, we talked about this. So, my Twitter is Ryan Grant 25, just my number, really easy. My uh, Instagram is Ryan.Grant. That's easy as well. And I'm, um, I'm on Facebook as my name. You'll see me. It's my face, I believe, uh, on that as well. Yeah, because I'm, I'm doing a lot right now, man. I'm actually, as we, we spoke, I'm building out my own podcast called uh, Profits in Process. And it's basically about, uh, about process and the people's perspective on process and hearing them speak on the value of, you know, finding the value in process and the profit in, in their process, whether micro macro. So I'm uh, doing a lot of work on that and interviewing and, uh, and sitting down with some really interesting people. And I know a lot of people that like it. So handling that and then still trying to keep sane with Packer football and, and give you guys as much as I can. So. Fantastic. You can always find me at Tom Grassi comedy. Everywhere. I will. No, definitely. You're, you're, you'll definitely be a part of it, brother. So. <laughs> Everywhere. Packcast. You know where to find it. It's on this. Also, this show, if you're just like, wait a minute, I don't want to see these beautiful faces. 
which if you don't, what's wrong with you? But yeah, if you know. prefer the audio, we should take offense to that, by the way. <laughs> if you prefer the audio, we're on the Believe Network, wherever you get your podcast. So check that out. This has been Grant Grassi, Grassi Grant, whatever you want to call it. We will be something different next week. Who knows yeah, what that's going to be? <laughs> we agreed that we're going to, we think we're going to allow the fans to pick our weekly uh, name yes. for the show. Yes, we'll have a, the, the show will be called Grant Grassi for those marketing purposes, but we're going yeah. to rearrange the, uh, the, the names for the show. So we're going to let the fans pick that. Got to keep them on your feet, right? Maybe so every cool. time you go to look for us, are you going to find us? Because that's marketing, people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we're going to be so good. It's like a this show is going to be so good that you're going to have to actually like, it's so, but you, you'll be willing to search for it. You'll be willing to find it's the true. name. You're like, it was a five minute episode and it took me three hours to find. Worth it? Absolutely. It is. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. He's Ryan Grant. And as always, go pack, go. Go pack, go. There you go. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.